Welcome back to Young and Getting Wiser. I'm your host, Caitlin, and I wanted to let you know that this is the second episode of a two-part series. If you haven't yet checked out part one, go ahead and do that as we'll be continuing the conversation right where we left it in this episode. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoy. Moving on to our one of our final topics, just general topics here. We're going to talk about reaching your fitness goals. So, We've talked about what to do based on your specific fitness goal and if you're trying to gain weight, if you're trying to lose weight. So we're going to talk more about what's realistic for yourself and how to find that out and be like, what's actually achievable for my body right now? How can I make sure to achieve that goal and what's my plan for all this so jordan what do you have to say for like finding a realistic fitness goal like how does someone brainstorm okay this isn't way out of the blue for me like this is actually something i can accomplish so i think first have you heard of the smart term before with goals i have okay so i'll just i'll run through it so everyone is on the same page with it but It's basically an acronym to describe how you should be coming up with your goals in general. Um, Specifically, we'll talk about fitness, but you can use this for all areas of your life, wherever you want to make a goal for yourself. They should be specific. So being like, I want to lose X amount of weight, like being really specific on what it is. Measurable, making sure that you can actually like, you know, measure your progress and the data. Um, A is attainable making sure it's actually like attainable and feasible for yourself. R is realistic, making sure that, you know, you can actually do this and it's realistic for your schedule and, you know, just your lifestyle in general. Timely, making sure that the time frame, making sure that first you have a time frame because just being like, I want to lose 30 pounds and that's it. It makes it difficult to know what to implement after that if you don't have like a set time frame that you really want to try to accomplish it in. Making sure that each of those five things, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely, all those things should go into your thought process when coming up with your goal. And, you know, if you're sitting down and you're like, I want to lose 50 pounds in three months, that's just like, you can look at that and know for yourself that that is not realistic. Like that is not going to happen. So I think you kind of know as you're going through and making your goals, once you check off all of these things as you're going through, you can kind of use like your realistic reasoning um, to kind of just be like, okay, yeah, this is a solid goal. This won't happen. I have, I know I have this trip coming up. So I know that that timeline probably won't work and just kind of working through those steps to make a solid goal for yourself. Yeah. And like using that smart goal method, I think very much considers your personal schedule and I really like I'd like to emphasize that because people who are working nine to five like you're not going to be able to well I'm not going to say not never say never but it might be really hard to be able to like lose so much weight in such little time because realistically are you going to be able to make it to the gym like three times a day, two times a day to achieve that? Probably not as much as we sometimes wish we could. Same for timely. I've noticed that whenever I have an event or a vacation coming up where I'm like, okay, I'm going to get very toned in preparation Mm -hmm. for this vacation. I saw pictures of myself before spring break and I was like, wow, like I really did that in the few weeks that I had. (laughs) But the point of saying that is I knew there was something coming up. So it's kind of like intrinsic motivation to push you a little bit more to work hard for that goal yeah Yeah. using that like smart goal 
framework is really nice for creating a goal that you can actually achieve and feel good doing and all that stuff. So yeah. Um, What about consistency and sustainability? So that's something that I said earlier has been a struggle for me. Mm -hmm. I'll find that I'm like in the gym for a couple weeks, really going hard, but then all of a sudden I get distracted. The consistency kind of weans off. So how is that dealt with? Like, how do you deal with staying consistent and keeping your workout sustainable? So I think the most important thing is not overloading yourself. A lot of people go towards the all or nothing mindset. They're like, I need to do this like every single day, or they go from not working out at all to trying to work out like even four or five times a week, going from working out no times a week or like one time a week to trying to hit like four or five times a week is a really big jump. The main thing is just taking it each day at a time and setting like smaller goals that build up to the main goal. And I think with consistency in general, if you set a goal for yourself and you're like, okay, I'm going to start going to the gym five times a week and you're not able to do that, you lose that level of confidence and you kind of like give up on yourself because you're not able to achieve that like smaller goal that you've hit for yourself. So really making sure that you can do something that's actually sustainable for your lifestyle and with what you're going through and your work schedule and your, you know, the amount of times that you hang out with friends and things like that. Obviously, you're going to have to start holding a priority for certain things. You're going to have to start prioritizing the gym over other things. But you can't have the mindset of I'm going to, you know, go to the gym every single day, stop hanging out with people because that's not sustainable for most people. And you want to figure out whatever is going to be most sustainable that you can actually stick with long term. Um, So whether that's starting with the gym twice a week and eating like having like smaller nutrition goals without being like super strict on yourself, that's how you're actually going to stay consistent. And consistency looks different for everyone. What I can stay consistent with might not be what would work with you for you to be consistent with and like vice versa. And I think it really just depends on what you personally can actually like stay consistent with and build from there. So taking it slow, starting with three days, once you can stay consistent with three days a week in the gym, then you can bump it up to four days. But it's you just don't want to overwhelm yourself with too much at once. Right, exactly. And like, that's something I'm kind of facing right now. I start my nine to five in September. And I'm like, when am I going to go to the gym? Am I doing the morning grind? Am I doing the after work grind when everyone is in the freaking gym at the same time? I'm really trying to figure out what I want to start with in terms of like trying to build that routine. And right now I'm telling myself I'm going to do the mornings, but that's going to require me getting up super early every single weekday. And I'm not really a morning person. So we'll see yeah. how sustainable that is for me and my personal routines and like my circadian rhythm and all that stuff. So really looking forward to figuring that out for myself. You just got to try things out, like try the morning for a week, try the afternoons for a week, see what works better for you. See like if you're in a better mood at a certain time, see if you're more awake at a certain time, if you get a better exercise in at a certain time. Also take into account like the gym crowdedness. If I notice I get like super frustrated when the gym is like super crowded. Um, So I try to go at like non-peak hours. So yeah, just like try those and figure out what works best for you. Definitely. Like I love the lunchtime crowd personally, but Mm -hmm. I just don't know, like starting a new job. I don't know if I want to have time to like drive to the gym during lunchtime, do an hour workout, come back. Like, so I have to figure all that out. (laughs) And again, with like, I think morning workouts, 
I am just a morning workout person. I personally think it's a great start to your day. I hate going in the afternoon when there's a bunch of people there. Uh, but again, like the more that you do it, the more used to it you get. Like if you're not used to going in the morning, it's going to be difficult to get yourself to go. And I still have trouble like getting up in the morning. It's like, obviously, when you wake up and your bed is so comfy, I'm not super excited to get out of bed and get up. But again, it's just kind of built into my schedule now because I've been able to be consistent with it because it's I'm just used to it. You know, it's kind of like yeah. second nature. Um, I think there's also a level of discipline that has to be used at certain points, even when you really don't want to go at a certain time or you don't want to go in general. Like you just got to use that discipline to be like, OK, I know that going at this time is best for me. It's best for my schedule. So I just got to like not give myself any excuses and just get myself up and go. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm definitely going to be getting back to you in like two weeks. <laughs> Let me you know how this, how this yeah. morning routine thing goes because we'll see. But yeah, like when you're saying on those days when it's hard to get out of bed and all this stuff, we all have those bad days and we all have those off days. And do you have, aside from discipline, because discipline is something that you definitely need to start practicing if you're ready to commit to your fitness journey and whatever goal you have set for yourself so like aside from discipline what gets you motivated on your bad days and your off days to like get up and go to the gym just get it done so I honestly this is like super weird but I pick out my outfit the night before and that literally gets me excited like I I don't know why but like picking out a cute outfit because I record my workouts too I post them on Instagram I'm like okay like this outfit's gonna look good for like this workout I'm I'm excited to wear it because I love it and I feel confident in it so that honestly gets me motivated because I don't know if I don't feel like going I'm like but I'm not gonna be able to wear that outfit so like you gotta go to wear the outfit yeah so yeah that definitely helps with my motivation and also Yes, you need to like use your discipline and just get up and get out of bed. But on my, well, this is for morning workouts, but in general, hyping yourself up with music when I'm driving to the gym and if I'm like, holy shit, I don't feel like doing this workout right now. I'm like saying in my head, maybe I'll just go and walk on the treadmill because again, getting in some activity is better than not doing your workout at all. But I'm like, okay, I really want to aim to do the workout that I actually had planned to do. So I'm just going to hype myself up on some music um even like a podcast i know some people think like motivational podcasts are like cheesy but like the ones that are like you got blah, blah, blah. Like, sometimes yeah. i'll literally <laughs> listen to stuff like that actually hype me up and it helps so. yeah yeah i agree like the the music thing's huge i know for me it's if i'm having like a tired day and i'm like oh my god i don't even want to go i'll do uh, the treadmill thing like i'll just get there first step just drive there If you really don't want to go in by the time you've driven to the gym, go home. It's not going to be a good workout. (laughs) But like most of the times you're going to be like, okay, like I'll just go in. I'll start doing something. I'll be on the Mm -hmm. treadmill and turn on some hype music and I'll just be like, okay, I got it. Like I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the feeling the vibe a little bit more. And then I think the other thing that gets me motivated. I don't know. I like thinking long term a lot. I'll think about my ultimate goal and I'm like, For I want sure. my arms to be toned. I want toned arms. Mm-hmm. Am I going to get toned arms not going to the gym because I'm too tired? No, I'm not. Yeah. So I'm just like, let me get my ass to the gym. Let me just do it. <laughs> that's huge. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's honestly one of the main ways to get yourself motivated and that I completely blanked on. But it's just reminding yourself of why you're doing this in the first place, why you're trying to drag yourself to the gym, why you're trying to make healthier nutritional decisions. All those things can be super hard to follow through with if you forget like why you're even doing it in the first place. So literally every single morning or any single time you're having trouble 
following through with something or you're debating like not doing it, just remind yourself of your goal and be like, okay, if I don't do this and if I don't stay consistent with this, like it's pretty unlikely that I'm going to get to where I want to be. So just doing this is a necessary step for me to actually like feel more confident and reach my goals and like whatever you're hoping to actually get out of it. Yeah, totally. And like finding your why, basically, like mm-hmm. what you just said, that's so important. And then, yeah, I guess, lastly on that, when you when it's absolutely not your day, you're just like, F this, I'm not going. Mm-hmm. It's okay to give yourself a break. You don't 100%. have to be like pushing yourself, crazy pushing yourself. Say you worked hard the other the day before you were like exhausted. Let yourself rest because you're not going to mm-hmm. get those results that you want unless you allow yourself that downtime and that rest and everything to just reset recoup and all that stuff 100 and your rest days are just as important as the days you work out and you need to give yourself that time to rest um that's why it's not good to be doing like super intense workouts like every single day you should have a rest day or two i personally some weeks take three rest days um and that's what works with me that's that's what helps with my consistency again doing whatever you can to stay consistent but yeah if you're having a bad day, especially if you were just consistent for like weeks at a time, don't feel guilty for giving yourself another, even if you need a week off, like take that time and do whatever's going to be best for you, for you to head back into the next week, feeling that much more motivated and head in the game. So you don't feel so like burnt out. But then again, don't be so lenient with it. You have to have a balance of like using your discipline, but then also like giving yourself grace when you really actually know that you're not feeling it and you like are burnt out and you need some time off. Right. Yeah. Like find that balance and figure out like what's actually worth it. You know, <laughs> if it's kind of just like an eh day, sometimes I'll find I I know I need to move my body. I know I need to stretch out. I'll go to like a hot yoga class or I'll do yoga yeah. and I'll be like, okay, at least I'm moving. At least I'm getting that physical activity. It may not be weightlifting or the traditional stuff that we've talked about this whole episode, but like you're still being active. And I think that the number one point, just be active, move your body, work towards overall health and you'll be golden eventually. <laughs> exactly. Do whatever you enjoy the most. Whatever you enjoy the most is whatever you're going to be able to be consistent with yeah. the most, you know? So Obviously, like, yes, strength training and weight training, you should implement that to a certain degree because it's, you know, healthy for you and will help you in the long term. But also, if you really enjoy Pilates, if you really enjoy yoga, if you really enjoy running, like implement all those things that you enjoy into your workout routine. The best workout routine is the one that gets you excited, Mm -hmm. the one that can still get you to your goals, but the one that you can also like have a balance of what's going to get you to your goals and the things that like you really enjoy. There's no set in stone, like you should do this, you should do that. It's just like working with what makes you happiest and can ultimately lead you to your goals. Totally, totally. I worked with a personal trainer one time and he was like, figure out something fun to do on Mm -hmm. during your week. So we did fun Fridays where I was like, okay, I'm going to do something fun every Friday. That's not the traditional stuff that sometimes can get old. So like for me, it was yoga, like I just said, or something fun. That's just Mm -hmm. not your traditional stuff. Yeah. So with all that being said, we're going to finish off the episode with some fire, rapid fire questions. Some fire questions. Yes. (laughs) I have five questions to ask and I want to hear your rapid fire answer for these. And yeah, ready? Yes, it might be hard for me to have a rapid fire answer because as you can tell, I like to chat, but I'll try to keep (laughs) it as short as I can. (laughs) Yes, give us that good info. So, okay, number one, what are your least favorite fitness myths? 
that are thrown around. Okay, so this one is said all the time, but I'm just going to try to like, what's the phrase? Hit the nail on the hammer, head. Hammer the, the nail. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm yeah, going to try to really nail this one down so people can stop convincing themselves that this is true. Um, carbs are not bad and they should not need to be limited. I know people are like, oh, that like has too many carbs. I need to like, I can't eat that because it has carbs. Like carbs are good for you. Carbs are necessary. They give you energy. If you were to lessen your carbs or try to like completely restrict or cut them out, one, you're going to feel like shit because they are literally your body's main source of energy. And two, it's just not going to be sustainable for you and for your lifestyle because completely cutting out carbs isn't like a long-term fix. So just know that carbs are good. There's, there's a certain kinds of carbs and like whole grain pasta, whole grain bread, brown rice, um, potatoes, those types of stuff you're going to want to get more of. Those are the carbs that you really want to focus on. And probably like don't eat as much of like regular pasta, white rice, treats, snacks, desserts. Like those are two different kinds of carbs. Right. So I feel like when people say like carbs are bad, they really are only talking about those types that you shouldn't be getting in high amounts. But mm-hmm. no, not all carbs are bad and they're definitely needed for, for well-rounded health. Yeah, definitely worth looking into those. What's like the term? So it's like, is it processed so com- carbs? So complex carbs are the carbs that y- you want that are good. Those are okay. the carbs in what I just listed, like potatoes, quinoa, brown rice, those things. And simple carbs are in like syrup and, you know, the more processed foods and snacks and treats and cakes and stuff like that. Um, So it just depends on how they're digested in your body. Um, Complex carbs are just better overall for like your blood sugar and um, yeah, health and everything. So. Okay. Got it. So look up complex carbs if you're like, let me implement some good carbs. Yes. <laughs> okay. Number two, what do you have to say for someone who's struggling with body image during their fitness journey? So I'm just going to be completely honest. You are going to have days where you have bad body image. That's just how it is. Like you're going through a fitness journey. You're probably trying to attain like a certain physique and like look a certain way. So obviously you're like, constantly looking at at your body. So it's difficult to go through a fitness journey. And honestly, hopefully a fitness journey should be for the rest of your life. You're not just trying to like work out and eat well for like the short term. Like the reason that you want it to be sustainable is because you want it to be something that you can do forever. So you can be your healthiest and like live your longest and healthiest life. Anyways, um, going all that time without having like any bad body image days is going to be pretty unlikely. So Yes, you will have days where you're not feeling as confident or you're talking down on yourself. But when you notice yourself doing those things, you need to shift away from those thoughts as quickly as possible because you just need to remind yourself those thoughts aren't serving you in any way, shape or form. Like they're not doing any good. It's not motivating you. It's not like it's just not doing anything good for you. So when you find yourself talking down on yourself or you know, pointing out things about yourself you don't like or comparing yourself to other people, you need to do like, you need to actively focus on um, working on not doing that. And when you notice yourself doing that, switching those thoughts with positive thoughts and affirmations about yourself, even if you're like, oh, like, I can't think of anything that I like about myself. Yes, you can. You can think Mm -hmm. of some things that you like about yourself that you love about yourself. 
and switching like basically just swapping out those negative thoughts for positive ones and just reminding yourself you only have one body the body you're now is the body you have for the rest of your life so just treat it with as much love and care and compassion as you can because you're just like there's nothing good that comes out of you know talking down on yourself yeah yeah Yeah. I love that that's awesome (laughs) okay so next question we have what are your favorite workout clothes like what's a brand that you're loving right now or like your favorite go-to outfit so my favorite brand is definitely TLF it stands for take life further but yeah I love all their workout clothes literally every single set um, I just feel awesome and they have such fun colors and I like wearing you know fun things to the gym yeah. um, and also I guess this ties back into the confidence thing if you're feeling not super confident in the gym start I noticed when I would wear like and when I still wear darker pieces of clothing I feel like it draws like less attention to you um, so some days where if I am having a like worse body image day or I'm just not feeling like super like into going to the gym I'll like put on a darker colored workout set I don't know why it just like makes me feel better I have no clue why but the days where I'm like all right I'm ready to like kill this workout let's fucking go I'll put on like a bright colored workout set and it just like I don't know I feel like confident in it and fun in it and good in it so yeah that's also something to say about you know wearing something something to the gym that fits your um like comfortability being in the gym in the first place. I don't know if that made sense, but yeah, TLF is definitely <laughs> my favorite brand right now. And of course, like I like some Gymshark stuff. Um, I really want to try Honor. I don't know if you've heard of them, but a lot of people have been like loving their stuff recently and I have yet to buy a piece of clothing from them, but I that's definitely, I think, going to be my next purchase is a pair of shorts from Honor. Yeah. Yeah, I need to like invest in more like brand name workout clothes because I've been mm-hmm. on the Amazon train for a while because I'm like, yeah, let me start making money and then, hey, I'll, wrong and then I'll start investing. I, I have some Amazon workout clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like don't sleep on Amazon and Target too. I just got the cutest yeah. sports bras, like one shoulder and then also these bright orange um, running shorts. They're just so cute. I love them. And yeah. They're only like $20 each, maybe less than $20. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I have noticed with my – well, so – some of the Amazon stuff is actually pretty good. Like, I don't know if you have the Arula shorts yeah. or if you've heard of them. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are pretty good. But what I've noticed is um, when I get like brand name stuff, they like stay better. But definitely there are some quality things on Amazon and other places. You just have to like read reviews, especially mm-hmm. and like try yeah. things on first because there are some really good pieces that you can get from those websites yeah. and places. So <laughs> the reviews save my life because sometimes I'll see like a cute workout short set and I'm like ooh, those do not sit well on the actual yeah. body yeah yeah 100%. okay so then number four what is on your workout playlist like what genre do you typically listen to when you work out EDM all day every yes, day yes we do are you an EDM girl too I am yeah love it you, what kind of EDM do you listen to it depends on the day like sometimes I'll just do like some house boogie but then like mm-hmm. if it's like okay I'm working hard I'll do like heavy bass yeah <laughs> I'm a dubstep girl that sounds like super like I feel dumb saying that but yeah, yeah. I love like super aggressive EDM that is like super loud in my ears it's like literally screaming at me and that just like 
it hypes me the fuck up. Like I'm yes. like, I, I can't not have a good workout listening to this. Again, it helps my endorphins flow so much. Like listening to that music, I'm just like, it pumps me up so much. So yes. yeah, EDM all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. There's nothing better than like, even when you're running too, and you like hear a beat drop, you're just like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, I literally have I can't stop. First of all, I either have to keep going or I have to run faster. Like those are the two options. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, okay. So number five, last question for you. What are top three healthy habits that you would recommend someone implement today? Okay. Number one. And I think this is something a lot of people overlook and is also something that I've kind of been lacking. So I kind of feel like a hip- hypocrite saying you should do this because I've honestly been struggling with this recently, but is sticking to a solid sleep schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, At least seven hours of sleep, quality sleep every single night. I think you should try to have, this is what has helped me when I'm trying to like get back on is having a set time that you want to start getting ready for bed, that you want to be ready or in bed by, and a time that you actually want to be asleep by. Um, Cause I find myself, especially like working from home and, you know, like being my own boss, I could work the whole day all throughout mm-hmm. the night and like not have an end time. So yeah. I find myself working really late recently and I need to get better at like giving myself a strict stop time, but yeah, just making sure that you're getting in bed at a reasonable time. You're giving yourself enough, enough time to actually get at least seven, eight hours of quality sleep. Um, and it just helps with like so many things ranging from like your energy levels to building muscle, your growth hormone and testosterone, which are both necessary for muscle growth and building are released in the greatest amounts during Mm -hmm. deep sleep. So you definitely need good quality sleep for that as well. Um, Disease prevention and well, um, it helps maintain like a strong immune system. There's just so many benefits of getting a lot of sleep. And I think it's very overlooked. So that is number one. So number two would be specifically with nutrition, focusing on the 80-20 rule. And I know I did mention having the all or nothing mindset. That is not something you want to have. Um, If you notice yourself thinking like, I need to completely cut this food out. I need to do all these workouts. Like that's not a good way of thinking. And specifically with nutrition, um, just focus on the 80-20 rule. Basically 80% of the time focusing on foods that are whole foods, nutritious, that you know are actually serving you for your body and for your health goals. And then the other 20% of the time giving yourself, you know, those treats and alcohol if you want it and like the other foods that might be a little bit more processed and not directly like providing you the benefits that you're looking for out of the fitness journey, but are still keeping you sane. And again, helping you practice things that are actually sustainable. Because again, if you were to go like the 100 zero route and try to like completely cut foods out Mm -hmm. and eat perfectly 100% of the time, like that's not going to be sustainable. And that's just going to lead you to probably binging a certain food that you've cut out or being super unhappy or completely giving up altogether. So, oh my gosh. So the way to make this a long-term thing is again, focusing on those sustainable habits. And again, I think the 80-20 rule works for a lot of people to help them reach their goals, but to also not, you know, have that all or nothing mindset and completely cut out their favorite foods. The third one I would say is writing out a daily schedule every single day, because time management is difficult. Everyone lives such busy lives between like work and social lives and their personal lives. And, you know, starting a fitness journey, it is I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's difficult to get in everything you need to do in a day. It's difficult to, you know, fit everything into your schedule, but 
the best you can do to try to make this happen is plan out your day and especially time block. So time blocking is basically writing down like when you want to start something, when you want to finish something and putting everything in like a schedule format and just making sure that like, if you know you work from, let's just say nine to five, you'll put in your schedule from nine to five, you're working. Maybe before that from seven to 8.30, you're going to have the gym from 8.30 to 8.45, you're going to clean yourself up from 8.45 to nine, you're going to well, you don't have to get as specific as like driving to work, but literally putting everything in that you want to accomplish in a day to make sure that you're prioritizing what needs to be prioritized and to make sure that you're actually allocating your time to the things that are going to make you happy, but also lead you to your goals and making sure that you're having, again, a good balance of each of those things. Yeah, I'm a big schedule girl. I think I've talked about that before in like other episodes, but like I do that every single day and it it just helps so much. Especially it helps a lot. Yeah, like organizing your different priorities in your life. It's the best. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Especially if you're someone who's like super stressed because you're like, oh my God, I have this to do. I have this to do. I have this to do. Having everything just like in your head gets super overwhelming. But once you can actually sit down, honestly, I experience this too. I'm like, oh my God, I have all this stuff to do, blah, 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 blah. Once I put it down on paper and like time block everything and fit it into a day, I'm like, damn, if I actually like follow this and like stick to the schedule I have for myself, like I am going to be able to do everything that I need to do. It's just going to be a matter of like actually following through with the schedule that I have planned for myself and using discipline to, you know, work out when I have planned to eat my meals when I have planned to not spend an extra like 30 minutes scrolling Instagram, you know, stuff like that. Yep, exactly. Well, all of that was so helpful, Jordan. Thanks so much for saying all of your answers for the questions we did and this whole episode. You had such good information to say. And like, I definitely learned a lot. I know audience members may have learned a lot too. So I appreciate everything you came to us with explaining and all of that. But before we close off, do you have anything you'd like to promote? Yeah, sure. So the main social media platform that I'm on is Instagram. You can find me at underscore fit with your and then I also do one on one online fitness and nutrition coaching. And basically, I help women in their 20s and 30s, just overcome their fear of food and their lack of consistency so they can regain their confidence without having to sacrifice their favorite foods or social life, and really helping them reach their goals in the most sustainable way possible. Um, So I'll help implement Um, and guide them through like their workouts and their nutrition protocols and just giving them someone to, you know, help hold them accountable. Because again, accountability is huge with consistency. So I'm always there to help hype my clients up and just be there for them when, you know, weeks get rough. So yeah. Yeah. So if you need some help, hit up Jordan and become a client of hers for online coaching business. She will definitely (laughs) help you out. And support system is everything when you're on this Mm -hmm. journey. So keep that in mind. But that about wraps up our episode today. Thank you so much again for joining. And thanks to the listener for tuning in today. I hope you got some good information as I did. And let's all get started or keep going on our fitness journey. (laughs) Yeah. Giving you guys all the confidence. You're going to crush it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. My name is Caitlin. I'm your host on Young and Getting Wiser, and I will see you next Thursday for our next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.